Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Real Pod with Victoria Garrick. Today's episode, I am going to be giving you the answer to the question everyone has, which is how do I become more confident? I get so many DMs about this. You know, I I lack confidence in school. I'm not confident on the court when I get out there to play. I'm not confident in my relationship, in in my family situation. Everyone just wants to know how they can be confident and they can stop doubting themselves. And the thing about confidence is there is an answer. Confidence does come from one place. And when I first was asked this question, actually, I was in a classroom when I first learned where confidence comes from. And uh, the professor, this was a performance mindset class. So the professor said, does anyone know where confidence comes from? And I think my gut instinct was, you know, there, there's no place. Like it's something you have to manifest or you have to create or you have to build. But the truth is there's an answer. And what this professor had told us, and his name was Dr. Michael Gervais, he said, confidence comes from inner dialogue, which are the things we tell ourselves." So at the most basic level, the voice inside of your head that goes all day long telling you stories about who you are and what you're doing, that voice is your key to confidence. Are you confident or not? And the stories we tell ourselves have so much power and we honestly don't put enough time and energy into that voice. Think about it. This morning, you woke up and you told yourself some stories. Think about what you told yourself when you woke up this morning. Did you look into the mirror and say, oh, bloated again, or, you know, arms don't look good? Or did you... uh get up and say, oh, another day going to be around people I hate at a job I hate? Or did you wake up and say, you know, today is another day at school where I'm not cool? Regardless, you woke up and you told yourself something this morning. Was it positive or negative? Because the stories we tell ourselves are the things that are going to make us confident or not. Now, I have always been someone that I would like to think had a more confident voice um, and a more assuring inner dialogue as a child. I don't, I think it was probably the love and affirmation I received from my parents, which I was very grateful to receive. I had my 
dad who always told me I could do anything I wanted to do. I mean, my dad literally was like, if you want to be on the moon, you could be on the moon. If you want a Grammy, you could have a Grammy. Like my dad literally thought I could, told me I could do anything. And my mom was the person that told me, if you want to do something, then make it happen. And so with that combination of I can do anything I want, and if I want to do that, I have to make it happen, I just felt confident. But not everyone is going to be raised in an environment where they are getting those uh, nuggets of wisdom, right? So, but that's okay, because you can still become aware of it as you grow up and as you get older. So for example, I was in college when I learned where confidence came from. Now, my freshman year of college, I was at University of Southern California, and I was a walk-on for the volleyball team. This volleyball team had a national player of the year, an Olympic coach, and was number one in the country. And I was a walk-on who wasn't highly recruited. And there was a lot of room for me to tell myself certain stories about who I was. And during that double days, my freshman year, I told myself, if I work really hard, I can make a difference. If I go all out, I can be someone that contributes on this team. I told myself things in the realm of I was good enough to be there. And that was my inner dialogue, preaching confidence to me. And as a result, I was more confident in myself as a player. And when my freshman year started, I was playing and I was starting because I was very confident in myself. However, the thing about confidence is it's wavering, right? We're very confident one moment and then we're not so confident the next. And as my season went on, I started to get very anxious. I had school going on. I had a family life to juggle on top of everything. I didn't feel like I had enough time. I wanted a social life. I wanted to be cool. I wanted to stay thin. I was worried about what I was eating and the weight I was gaining or if I was fitting into my jeans. And I started to doubt myself. Can I handle this? Am I actually good enough? Was I given the spot by a mistake? And I started telling myself stories that were not positive, that that made me doubt myself, that were judging myself. And if we think about the difference in these situations, right? It was the things I was saying inside my head. And when the things I was saying inside my head were negative and doubtful and shameful, As a result, that's how I acted. I didn't perform as well. I was nervous. I would shake. I was anxious. Um, And I definitely lost sight of that positive inner dialogue. And it's very easy to lose. So when you think about your own confidence and your own inner dialogue, what are you doing every single day to work on that? Because I think in life, we work on a lot of things, right? We work on um, being smart academically. We study. We do the problems. We do the practice guide. We work on being faster and going to the gym. But we don't always spend time on our mind and mentally how, how we talk to ourselves. But inner dialogue is actually a skill that can be trained. You can be aware of the thoughts you're having acknowledge those thoughts, and then decide if they serve you or not. So when you think back on what you thought about yourself this morning, was it positive or negative? Did you judge yourself? Did you shame yourself for something? Did you make a comment about something that was going to happen 
that hadn't happened yet and it was a negative assumption, right? Like today is going to suck or this person's going to treat me poorly or another day of this because that is so powerful and I can't stress it enough, the weight that that's going to have on how you perform every single day. And if you really think about it, you are always talking to yourself inside of your head. You're narrating, I'm about to open the door, I'm about to walk inside, or you're looking at someone's clothes and your thoughts are constantly running wild. So now the question is, how can you train yourself to constantly have an inner dialogue that is positive, that is giving you confidence, and that is instilling in you a belief that you can do whatever it is you need to do and that you are worthy and you are enough for the given situation. So I'm going to give you some steps that can help you better your own inner dialogue. And these are steps that I have taken as well in my own life, especially when my performance anxiety was bad and I had to work on it. So the first thing I want you to do is become aware. Are you aware of your thoughts? We have a million thoughts a day. Most of them, we barely know what we're saying and we barely know how cruel they are until we actually think about it. So please be aware. And the best way you can do this is write it down. I love writing it down, looking at the words, look at the sentences. I want you to maybe notice your mood. If you're in a very bad mood, think about the things you've been thinking recently. What have you been saying about yourself in your head? Or um, can you think about if you would have said those things to your best friend? Would you say the things you're thinking to your best friend? So become aware. What are you saying to yourself on a daily basis? What do your thoughts consist of? Just become aware. Don't judge it. Because if you judge yourself, right, there's more negativity. Those are more negative thoughts. So just become aware. The second thing is decide if those thoughts serve you. Are they helping you or are they hurting you? For me, a lot of my thoughts were hurting me. They were only convincing me I wasn't good enough or that I was going to fail or that people thought low of me. So I want you to decide, are your thoughts serving you? If they are serving you, good for you. You're probably confident and you have great inner dialogue. If they're not serving you, then we have to rewire And we have to become our own hype man. That is step number three. I want you to be so hyped and so cocky inside of your head that you feel like you could literally walk on water. Now, obviously, I said inside of your head, so I don't want you to go say this in an interview or put down other people and make them feel bad. But inside of your own head, it is very much okay. And you have permission to believe you are good enough and believe you are the best. That's okay. And those thoughts are honestly what helped me gain my confidence when my anxiety was very bad. And I would say things to myself like, I am the best there is, or I'm going to dominate this game. And I would say that to myself in my head over and over and over until I had no choice but to start believing it and feeling that in my performance. And it's so important that you allow yourself inside of your head to like yourself, right? It's so hard to like ourselves in everyday life that to like yourself inside of your head, it's like, we're like, oh, oh, can I think these things? Is that cocky? Yes. You can think you are good enough. You can believe that you are going to dominate whatever it is you need to dominate. So be aware of your thoughts, decide if they serve you, and then become your hype man. Whether you're a hype woman, you're a hype fan, you're hype anything, become so hyped for yourself that you are your own biggest fan. I promise you that when you start thinking the good thoughts 
and telling yourself good stories, you will see a physical difference in how you train, show up for people, and perform every single day. Obviously, it's important to put the reps in. Obviously, you have to be good and you have to practice very hard. But I think it is equally as important to work on your mental reps and believing that you can be great. Thank you for listening to this confidence quickie on a real pod. I hope that this was helpful for you and that maybe you are already starting to feel more confident in the fact that you maybe have some guidance on how to become more confident. It is definitely a daily thing that you have to work on. I still work on it every single day, but overall, I hope this was helpful for you. And I am so glad that you have come here on this Tuesday to listen to this episode on confidence. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening every single week. I really appreciate it. Make sure you follow RealPod and you comment and DM and tell us everything you want to hear on the show. And make sure you come back next week for two-time Olympic medalist and Tokyo hopeful April Ross, who will be coming to talk about confidence and so, so much more. It's going to be an incredible conversation next Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. I hope you have the most confident-filled day and your inner dialogue is absolutely thriving. You got this.